Is it Chambers? The one with the bandana. Chambers. Oh the, yeah, no, she was John Wick in this fucking movie. I, I wrote I wrote to quote Eddie Hearn, you my darling with the headband, you are different gravy. Because she fucking kicked ass. I was like, <laughs> so she said when when they said who hasn't killed a zombie, she put her hand and was like, Yeah, I've never done it. And then she comes into this and like she's hanging at the back, she's a bit like, Oh, I don't really give a shit about this character. And then instantly she's like, like you said, John fucking Wick. And that douche yeah, monkey honestly. leaves her in, like locks her in there. And you're like, right, okay, she's done for. And she jumps out the fucking window, still firing. I'm like, oh my God. I was watching this with <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in zombie style, which means we're going to start off like a booming franchise it's gonna it's gonna start really small but then grow into one of the biggest like sub-genres that ever there was in horror and then the walking dead's gonna happen and gonna drain the life out of the genre entirely and now we don't bet we barely get any of them sorry that was my mini run i don't get any of them it's that we just don't care about them anymore yeah, so nothing was, really interesting comes out in the zombie either. That was my uh, my mini rant on The Walking Dead. There, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> okay, The Walking Dead sucks. We're never going to do it on this podcast. Please, God, don't make us do it. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Sander Langwiston, the host of this fucking shit show. And um, with me, as always, is my co-host David French. How you doing, David? Jesus Christ, that was an opening and a half. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. We are so incredibly low energy today, but we're, we're hanging on by a thread, people. Uh, Xander has started a new job, for which he has to, um, yes. for which he has to wake up at four thirty in the morning for. So I, I used to wake up at four a.m. for my job, so I, I know how you feel, man. So so recording feel. this at seven thirty is like rough because this is like my my bedtime now, um, and, <laughs> and 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 David's well, just doing way, David, yeah. and David's tired as well. They, and David's just David. David's always fucking tired, are you? Oh God, I I am always knackered. I do not have a sleeping pattern. Last yeah. night I went to bed at seven a.m. Incredible. Um, so this week, David, was there any news? If you if 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 you looked up the news, if you have not even looked, then it's looked at the news. then it, then it's fine. We won't do it. Oh, what was that? There was no news this week. Crazy, right? Um, there we're actually just, wasn't. I don't think as well. We're, we're gonna. Oh wait, no, one thing. Hocus Pocus 2 confirmed for fall next year. I don't fucking care right now. I'll talk about it another time. Yeah. Let's get to the next thing. Um, so the first thing... So so this week is going to be like a zombie-packed episode because we have our full spoiler review of Army of the Dead, the newest Zack Snyder film that's just come out on Netflix. And, uh, we, and David has also lovingly uh, gone away and played through Resident Evil 8 twice. Um, just to review it here. So, you know, the, the, this one, you know, it took him a while to, to play through it twice. So, uh, that's why it's a couple of weeks, uh, past like the release date. But, um, so, so we're going to jump straight into David's review of Resident Evil 8 on the PlayStation 5. Um, David, yes. talk about this game for a bit, please, while I have a nap. <laughs> okay. So Resident Evil Village, um, so Resident Evil Village is the eighth main installment in the Resident Evil franchise, acting as a proper sequel to the fantastic Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Set three years after the events of Resident Evil 7, Ethan and his wife Mia have settled down in Europe in a small village where they were put into protection by Chris Redfield, following on from him rescuing them in the last game. 
Things quickly take a turn with Chris storming into your house, killing Nia and taking your daughter, Ro uh, daughter Rose, sorry, in front of your eyes. After getting knocked out, your transport vehicle crashes. Hold on, I'm gonna start one again. Sorry. After getting knocked out, your transport vehicle crashes just on, just outside the Gothic village and shit immediately hits the fan, with zombie werewolf hybrids attacking you from every angle. The game takes off quickly from here, sending you straight to Castle Dimitrescu after a short detour through the village and a quick introduction to the main villains of the game. This introduction is absolutely fantastic. It introduces you to a few um, like minor characters throughout the game. They're not really there for pretty much any of it after that, um, but they are there to try and give you like some humility to Ethan's character. It's fantastic. Um, so this is where the game really kicks off, having you explore this it's gorgeous and mysterious castle as Lady Dimitrescu and her daughters roam the halls. This is honestly the highlight of the game by far and is definitely worth it being the main part of the promotional material. Lady D herself is interesting and complex. The notes around the place really developing her character and her backstory and even with the little screen time she has, she steals the show. After a genuinely exhilarating adventure through the castle, we finally move on to the next and creepiest section of the game, the dollhouse. The dollhouse is, without a doubt, the most terrified I have been in a game for a long time. Though I do really hate dolls and mannequins, so that might have something to do with it. The pacing of the game has changed significantly, but not in a bad way. Just altered. The action has gone in this part. It is pure, unadulterated puzzle horror goodness that the Resident Evil franchise is known for. Although the doll's character feels fairly weak and kind of rushed, I definitely feel she could have had a bigger job. The next section is a swamp, and honestly, it's kind of forgettable. There was no real big moments until the end of it with the boss fight, and even that was kind of underwhelming. Some bits of this were kind of cool, but it is definitely the weakest part of the game. There's not really much that you can say about this. You you drive a boat, um, that's about it, yeah. That, that bit's a bit rough. Uh, but then, we finally get to Heisenberg, and boy oh boy are we in trouble. This is a death match. You versus the world, and I cannot commend this game enough for its gunplay and combat thanks to this section. This part truly pumps up the action with the wave of enemies it throws at you. This is the only time in the game I felt I really needed ammo. Throughout this part, you will fight the werewolf zombie hybrids and some mechanical human experiments, which just really sets his section on. Also, a cheeky nod to Resident Evil 5 can be heard too, and that's always fun. I'm not going to talk much more. Or as these are all bits we have seen in the trailers, though I have gone into a lot of detail over though I have gone into a lot of detail. Overall, the game is incredible. A perfect blend of action and thriller, though not as much horror elements as previous entries, especially more recent ones, with Resident Evil 7 being a full-fledged horror game. With some slow parts and a few snags in the road, but it doesn't really make the game any less enjoyable. The characters are fantastic for the most part, and something I'm truly happy about is the return of the merchant in the form of the Duke, the jolly mysterious salesman always looking for a penny. He is absolutely fantastic, he's so fun to be around and he just protects you wherever you go. He's like a safe house and we love him. So to wrap this up, Resident Evil Village is a fantastic game and really hypes me up for the leaked and end of game rumoured third in this trilogy and I for one cannot wait for the game. 9 out of 10, bit too much swamp. There you go! 
There it is. Your your review. I actually thought you dozed off for a second. Then no, no, I was here. I was just looking through Twitter. Um, wow. I was listening. I was listening. I was listening. You, you said lots of things about um, the tall, sexy, the tall, the, the tall, sexy lady. I really um, didn't say much about her, Xander. Talked about a dollhouse. I did talk about a dollhouse, and it's fucking terrifying. You said there's too much swamp. Lady, Lady D. Lady D is not in this game much at all, man. Well, then, I give it a 3 out of 10. I mean, once you see what her true form is, I think you'd give, you'd agree with me. Is she even hotter? No, 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 no. No, oh. she is a fucking horrifying flying monstrosity. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, it's not fun. She is she is she kind of bad though. No, she kind of no, bad she, though. She she's thick, but uh, everywhere is thick. Uh, well, including every single cell that kind of just like pumps out. It kind of like it's kind of like a mushroom. I think we should stop this conversation now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So there you go. Should That's you. That was fucking short, sweet, wasn't it? Now let's get to the real meat and meat and potatoes of this episode. We're gonna go in depth on Army of the Dead. Um. First, you really hard zero energy, aren't you? Oh, so much. I want to die. Um. So first of all, we're gonna do a non-spoiler review, of course, in case anyone hasn't seen it, because it did come out on Friday and this is coming out on Monday. So. Um, yeah, we'll do a spoiler-free bit, and then we'll jump into spoilers and rip this movie apart. Um, aha, like a zombie would. Aha. So, um, uh-huh. Army of the Dead. Um, Zack Snyder movie, directed by, cinematography by, written by. Written by. Uh, uh starring the main man, Dave the Rave, Bautista. Um, oh, God, and no. the... Dave the Rave. Dave the Rave. Dave the Rave! With Saeed! Oh, no. Um... Okay, so the, uh, the the fucking uh, synopsis is After a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries takes the ultimate gamble by venturing into the quarantine zone for the greatest heist ever. I want to say right now, this premise is so dope. No, no, it is not. I'm going to completely disagree with you there. What? <laughs> what? Are you serious? It's such a it's... stupid movie. It's such a stupid movie idea. Just like. I, all I can imagine is Zack Snyder going into like Netflix's headquarters, into you know our Netflix, and he just slams his hand on the table and just says, "Right, I want to make a zombie movie. Go on." We we're listening. Gabe Batista, go on. It's gonna have some really cool zombie law. Go on. It's gonna have a zombie tiger. Yes. There's gonna be a heist. Why? It's so fucking useless. Wait, it's I, so stupid. I, I, I don't like the one thing I I'm, didn't like about this movie was the heist. Bit. What? what? No, you changed shit. <laughs> you changed like, so much it's, shit. It's completely useless. It's completely useless. It's the main plot what? of the movie. What do you mean it's useless? Yeah, but they could have focused on something completely different. He's a military expert. He clearly knows his way around a gun. He could have done something actually meaningful, not. Oh, you're going to jump into Vegas and you're going to take some cash out of my vault. But the thing is, I'm not going to give you the passcode to my vault. So you're going to have to get a safe cracker, even though I own the vault. 
But you're gonna have to get a safe cracker anyway. But I could give you the code, but I'm not going to. But they said like it's so fucking well, stupid. I guess we'll talk more about that in spoilers because that does lead into some spoilers. Uh, but like I, th- I'm getting the sense that you didn't like this movie. I enjoyed the movie. I actually enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of fun. It's just the heist was just. It's just such a stupid mishmash, and I don't think a zombie movie should be a heist movie. Oh my! I think it's really inventive. It's just weird, and like I, I, I wrote down as I wrote a few notes down, and uh, I should, should have definitely got these up before I started talking about this. Um, yeah, you I wrote um, whoever believes Zack Snyder is all just dark and brooding needs to watch this movie. Like it's because I mean, he's not. He's just this. Ha- this movie has such a playful tone. It has a lot of fun, but then there's also the really dark and brooding moments as well. Yeah, but like so he can he can have fun with his films. Yeah, but the majority is slow motion and dark and brooding. D- tell you what, there is not that much slow motion in this. I was actually surprised. Same. I was genuinely surprised. There was there was still a decent amount, but not nearly as much as I was expecting. Um, more than it needed to be. So let's talk about the cast because um, you know obviously Dave the Rave. He's fantastic in this. You said you didn't like the fact that I called him Dave the Rave, so I'm just going to keep calling him Dave the Rave. I hope you know that. I should really stop saying if I don't like something. Yeah. Also, I only noticed one other character in. I don't know about anybody else, but I only like recognize Fear Rossi. I was it. The rest of the cast, I did. I recognize him, but I don't know what I know him from. Uh, I know him from. Oh, Sons of Anarchy. Right. He just he just got he's got a familiar face familiar face. The woman who played um the woman who played the guide though, she looked like the new Terminator. And I thought it was her for a By while. Way, can I just say it, I know what you've um, recognized him from. What Luke is Cage. Is he in Luke Cage? What's he in Luke Cage? He's in Luke Cage. Yeah. Oh, I he think he's is... um I think he's Cottonmouth's bodyguard, isn't he? He's Shades, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's what I know him from. And he's in Cloverfield. Um, but the, the standouts here are Dave the Rave and then you got Omari Hardwick who plays... I can't... Why can't I find him? Uh, Vandero. He's in Power. And... Um, oh, he's in Sorry to you. And Matthias Schweigerfer? The guy who plays the safecracker. I don't know what he's in. I think I've seen his face before, though. Well, he's like I'm saying, like these, the, those three are like the standouts of this cast. Yeah, no, they one hundred percent. Early on, the safe cracker was not. He was just annoying. What? But he nah. did grow on me. No, I, I didn't. I didn't find him annoying. Man. I thought. I thought it was just like very much like you know. I've never done anything like this before. Um, please help me. Um, I, I want to give a special shout out though to Tignatero, who plays the pilot, because um, I'm I'm sure you know David, but um, but for for those of you who don't know, this movie originally had the pilot be played by um, a guy called Chris Delia. Um, I did not know this. And he was he's an American comedian, and then so they filmed this in 2019, and then during 2020 he got convicted of um like. Uh, grooming minors. Oh, lovely! Yeah, it, it's fucked. Um, so 
Zack Snyder, instead of just releasing this film or like delaying it indefinitely, decided to CG him out and CG in Tignatero. Okay, now that is actually impressive. I was really confused why you were giving her such props because I was thinking like she she's, wasn't that good. I th- I thought she, she was. She I was thought okay. she was good. She was good, but she like was fun, but she wasn't amazing. And I was thinking, why the hell are you giving her so much like thing? But that is impressive. Yeah, that is interesting. And the fact that she had chemistry with literally anyone in the cast. There's moments with her and Dave, and she's she's like, she, they have they have a bit of chemistry, and it's like. Okay, cool. She's not even there. They filmed her bit entirely on a green screen, cut her out, and then put her in in uh, Christy Elliott's place. And they spent millions of dollars on it. And it worked out better. It worked out for the best because she looked good. I did not notice that she was she's the eyed in there if at you, all. I was looking for it because I knew this. So I was looking for it. So I did spot a couple of moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, you can sort of see like the, the fuzzy outline around her as they're trying to blend her into the background. But overall, it's a bloody good job. Yeah. It's a Definitely bloody better than the, good uh, job. the mustache. Yeah. Justice League. Yeah, man. Definitely. Um, also, one thing I find really funny about Army of the Dead is Netflix have banked so much money into this. They've already greenlit a prequel series and an anime, a prequel movie and an anime series. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the prequel movie is starring the prequel movie starring the Safecracker, and yeah, the, it's uh, based the, on him. The prequel anime, the animated series, is going to be the uh, like Dave Bautista and and the the original cast all like during the outbreak in Las Vegas and how how they all sort yeah. of came to meet each other. Which is going to be really See, interesting. That I want to watch. Definitely, they, and they've, they've been talking about a sequel as well. So, um, yeah, they've really gone all in on this. And to be fair, with like, it's a. I'm gonna stop holding my cards now. This is a good movie. It's good, and it's definitely a more interesting, like zombie movie than what has come out recently. Yeah, because it takes risks. It does, and it has some really, really interesting zombie lore. Yeah. Like, the, the stuff that I think worked the best was the political side of it and the zombie lore side. Like, the political side being that this is actually what America's plans basically are for defending against the zombie apocalypse. Uh, yeah, you uh, mentioned If that you don't me. know, uh, America have a um, basically a plan for a zombie apocalypse called con plan 8888 um basically where it within this movie what they do is they section off that area they quarantine it and then they nuke the fuck out of it (laughs) and that is basically what america has said that they're going to do they're going to section off the city that they're in and evacuate all the living people wait a little bit, see if it dies down. If it doesn't die down, they're going to nuke it, as far as I'm aware. Um, but yeah. Cool, but that, also, that's interesting. They've also um, said that, uh, like, in fictional scenarios, they could also use zombies as a means of training in military. So they'd keep, like, they'd probably take some from the quarantined area. Yeah. Wow, that's that's like America have really fought this out. Yeah, yeah, they need to they need to fucking get a girlfriend. That's what they need to do. Jesus. To be fair though, it's not a bad idea because although it's the most stupid thing to ever think of, it's still it's preparing for the worst. 
Yeah. It's yeah. not the worst idea to think, okay, a zombie apocalypse isn't going to happen. But if it does, we now know what we can do. Yeah. There's been enough zombie films for us to know what we shouldn't do right, like what we should do properly. And this movie has taken that, like what you should actually do. Um. What else is there to talk about in non-spoilers? The zombie tiger's cool. That's in all the trailers. The zombie tiger is cool. I like cool. it. And uh, the, we, we talked about this movie takes risks. And I think the risks are like the, the zombie law, like you talked about. Like, um, So in this, oh, it's not that. just your normal like walking, like your walkers from like Walking Dead or whatever. It's um, like you've got your alpha zombies, which are yeah. like super smart. They communicate with each other. They can, like, they have tactics and stuff like that, and they can use weapons. And they think, and it's... That's really interesting. That's really interesting. And to see, like, they have their own society and stuff like that, and, like, yeah, that's great. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy th- that kind of risk, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, like, the zombie law is the most interesting part about this movie for me. It, it, it changes it up enough so that... It's just interesting now. Like, it's bringing zombies back a little bit more. Yeah. It's not the main thing that zombies needed. Like, it's not the main thing that's going to make everybody think, oh my god, zombies are amazing again. Ha ha ha. It's just changing it up enough so that somebody else can take the idea further. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Um, Quickly, that Army of Thieves, the prequel, is actually hitting Netflix later this year, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So they've already filmed it, and the the animated yeah, prequels. Yeah, they filmed it during the pandemic. Yeah, the uh, the animated prequels already. I'm, I'm sure that's nearly finished as well. Jesus Christ! How much? Are Netflix just banking on this being their next big thing? Though? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Because like they've got you've got, got like Knives Out coming out eventually, like the Knives Out series. But then it, it's a bit hard to just bank on from one movie it being this insane franchise but like there's gonna kill it there's so many things you could do with this man there's a lot there's a lot to unpack in this movie some really interesting stuff and like people have noticed more and more stuff online that could be like oh okay that's a bit weird um i want to get into spoilers because i i have problems i have problems with this movie i'm not going to read my review until then because there there are some things in there that are i think there are some things in here that are that are spoilery uh, yeah, there are. There are some things that are spoilery in here. Okay. Let's but, get into spoilers then. Right. Army of the Dead spoilers coming up. If you have not seen this movie, go away, watch it, and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. Um, if if you don't care about spoilers or have seen it, they're brilliant. Come on forward. I will leave the spoiler alert here, and there will be time codes in the description so you can skip ahead to sell me a movie if you want to. And uh, now. And now. Spoilers. Spoilers. Hello, right? Okay. My, a big problem for me with this movie is the fact that I felt at the end a little unsatisfied. Because yeah, because I, I think you might have the same thing. So I've watched enough horror movies and enough zombie movies and enough Walking Dead to know that if you don't see someone get bitten and die... They're not dead. And in this movie, there are a number of characters that you don't see specifically die in that moment 
And so you're expecting them to come back. And then they don't. And I find it really infuriating. You know what? No, I kind of disagree with that. I kind of like that because that's another risk this movie took. It's going against what usually happens in a zombie movie. Because we always see, oh, this this character didn't get bitten. Guess they're going to come back. I saw that happen. I was like, oh, shit. No, they're actually fucking dead. They died off camera. They're just an insignificant character who we didn't give a shit about. Who were you thinking about? Just a few people randomly. I can't even remember the names anymore. But like the only no, but like, they did. The, the, the one I'm thinking about is the safecracker. We don't even see him die. We don't see the safecracker die. We see him get dragged away. And then nothing. I mean, yeah, we see him get dragged away by that alpha zombie. And then the alpha zombie comes back after that scene. So he is probably dead. The, like, well, yeah. just didn't want to see him. Or he's saving it for the sequel, considering he's already saying he's got an, an, an insane idea but for the sequel, the, which he's probably going to spoil on Twitter. The place got nuked. The place got nuked. That guy, whether he survived or not, that guy's dead. Because the, the safest place was the safe. And he wasn't yeah. in there. So the guy's dead. Could have been in another safe. Could have been in another... He's a, he's a safe cracker. He could have somehow gone into another like casino and then gotten in there. Because there was multiple. I just, it's a stupid idea. Uh, yeah. Once again, I just feel... With, with that, I felt really inside. And the girl... And the, uh, the, the, the guide as well. She gets like pinned to the wall. And then the alpha zombie gets really close to her. And then it just cuts away. And it's not even like a moment where it's like... He's about to bite. He's just like nearer, and then it cuts. It, it almost felt like Zack Snyder was like told, right, "Okay, you can't make it over two and a half hours, so you need to cut. Like, come on, you need to cut like a few minutes off here. You need to shave a few minutes." And he did it there. It's like that feels a bit, a bit mean. See, that's the thing, though. Like a few minutes there, you would not be able to shave off. Like that's that's two, three seconds. I reckon he's just leaving it you know, ambiguous for the next one in case he wants to bring these characters back. But the place, the city got nuked. The city got nuked. They are not coming back. They're dead. It's fucking Snyder. He literally somehow made Batman in a post-apocalyptic movie. But that's comic books. This is like, um, anyway. This is zombies. Anyway, another thing that a lot of people were talking about online was the, 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 uh, the offhanded comment about a time loop. Oh uh, no, I don't, don't even, don't. I fucking so, hated that bit. I I thought that was really, and I was like, is something gonna happen here? And then nothing does, and it's kind of like treated as a joke. But like, so many people are like, yo, is that what the sequel's gonna? Is the sequel gonna? And like, because nah. because there are because they see don't other plans. Day with zombies. They see plans for like uh, the, the like the other plans uh, for the for the casino, and they were like, oh well, someone else has been here. Maybe it's them. Maybe that's how far they got. No. Maybe it's that. No, how amazing would that be? Time loop zombie movie. That I want to watch that right now, man. I want to watch that. That sounds sick. Um, but. We have very different opinions on this movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever been like properly against each other in opinions, but yeah. still liking the movie and, for its own right. And also the fact that when when some of the zombies get shot at the end, you see like sparks? Blue. 
you do see blue. That's something, like, I was thinking, like, is this just Call of Duty Zombies, the movie? No, but, like, it it didn't look, it looked like it sparked. So I thought it was, like, a robot. Nah, it was, like, it, do, it didn't look like sparks to me, because it was blue. Yeah, it looked like blue sparks. sparks. when they got shot. They didn't look like sparks. It looked like blue blood. It looked like, it looked like it was man-made. Yeah. Like, but organism-made. Like, it was grown. Yeah. And the thing is, they were transporting a zombie at the start of the thing. How did that zombie come to fruition? They were clearly fucking testing it. Yeah. So they clearly made this a thing. So I think they're going to go down the... like Because they already teased that they're going to try and go into the... Um, like, the chemical warfare kind of style with this. Yeah. Because he tried to take the head and try and recreate it. Yeah, I yeah. reckon that's where it's... I, I reckon he's put that time loop thing in there as a backup in case he can't think of a story for that. So... Just like, you know what, fuck it. I tease time loop. But I that primarily to me is just an offhanded comment. It's just a random comment to like say, Haha, I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, imagine. Existential crisis during a serious moment. Um, You, you said earlier about like, um, you know, why are they doing this? Why doesn't the guy give them the safe code? It's like, it's because they, he doesn't care about that. He wants that guy to go in to get that head. To go out yeah, to the whole thing. Yeah, why didn't just any a... of those guys think of that either? This, this ruse has all been one big ruse. <laughs> this is Literally a your party at all. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Don't like, raise your glasses too soon. I completely understand that he's not doing that, but like, why? Dave Bautista's character is not stupid. None of these characters are that fucking dumb. But, I mean, I would be for $200 million. Yeah, none of them thought, this is your safe. Why can't you give us the fucking code if you want the money so badly? I shouldn't need a code cracker if I'm breaking into something that you own and you have access to. And also, you're sending your security guard. You don't even have to tell us the, co- the code. Tell it to him. We won't take the safe cracker. Then they are all guaranteed to die. Everybody in this movie is very stupid. Um, and for no particular reason, because they're not actually, they don't present themselves as that. I do want to say something, though. Oh, Zack okay. Snyder can direct the fuck out of an opening scene. Oh yeah, that though that opening fifteen minutes perfect. was so fun, so good. It wasn't perfect, but it was fantastic. The, 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 so the, you see, the actual opening when the zombie gets at, let out actually spooked me a bit. It actually scared it me a little bit. Didn't spook me at all. I was um, fine. And then, but then the the, the, like, the the opening credits. I mean, the opening credit sequence yeah. is phenomenal. Like Zack Snyder like, has never had a problem choice, with opening this, credits. Other. Yeah, this is the first time where Zack Snyder has properly gotten a soundtrack perfect for me as well. Because that's a big thing with Snyder movies in the past for me. He doesn't know how to do a, a soundtrack properly. Now um, he's finally done it. Because Watchmen, especially Watchmen, yeah. was so stupid for the soundtrack. Like the, the the songs were great. The song choices were fantastic. You've said they this good so the, many times on this podcast. I know. Um, and he's finally redeemed himself. Well done, Zach. Um, um, best line of the movie for me. Everyone has a mum, you Yeah, that was so fucking good. I love that. It's the way that she said it as well. Yeah. Like, the way that it was, like, presented. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favourite 
scenes in the movie though was when Fear Rose's uh, no not Fear Rose's and the like really weird security guard got fucking destroyed by that tiger yeah yeah that's yeah i that's an amazing i said i was thinking like okay the the tiger's outside i was like right okay who's gonna get done by the tiger and and then i was thinking about through the cast i was like oh yeah there's the guy who's like literally like working against them right now yeah he'll probably be the one to get killed by the tiger and that is a dope scene going to be that rapey guy but i thought that got turned into an alpha yeah he got dealt with so easily as well he really did he just got shot in the fucking leg i was like oh right nice no no i mean like i mean yeah instantly i thought like he was gonna be the one to get killed by the tiger and then when he gets killed when he turns into a zombie i was like oh shit he's gonna be like fucking super strong and then no they just cheat the the the, uh, daughter just deals with him um i want to talk about like an actual like mvp though mvp of this movie and I'm going to have to oh. find her name. If you say the coyote. No. I'm, um, I'm going to shake your hand. Is it Chambers? The one with the bandana? Chambers. Oh, the, yeah, no, she was John Wick in this fucking movie. I, I, wrote, I wrote, to quote Eddie Hearn, you, my darling, with the headband, you are different gravy. Because she fucking kicked ass. I was like, <laughs> so she said, when, when they said, who hasn't killed a zombie? She put her hand and was like, yeah, I've never done it. And then... She comes into this and like she's hanging at the back. She's a bit like, oh, I don't really give a shit about this character. And then instantly she's like, like you said, John fucking Wick. And that douche yeah, monkey honestly. leaves her in, like locks her in there. And you're like, right, okay, she's done for. And she jumps out the fucking window, still firing. I'm like, oh my God. I was watching this <laughs> literally last night about, we started at about 5 a.m. We already watched like 20 minutes the day before. And during this scene, we kept on saying, like, no, why? 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 Why is he doing this to her specifically? Yeah. And then, because we know why, because, like, she was onto him. But then, like, he first set her on the wrong path, then locked her in, and then tried leaving her for dead. It feels like... If they... She was just absolutely destroyed out of nowhere as well. She was doing so well. And yeah. if they'd reacted five seconds earlier, she would have still been alive until it, the nuke. It feels like, um, you know, what? Um, it feels like Zach Zach Snyder was like, I want to give every single character a moment in this movie to shine, so that when they do eventually die, it's like, fuck, they had that really great moment, and this was hers. Like he'd written himself, yeah. like, okay, she's just gonna die here, but then it was like. Fuck it, I'm just gonna make this crazy action sequence where she's turns into John Wick like a hundred headshots at a time. She uses a knife in one of them and then cuts it it's round the and then gets someone else. Literally like John Wick with how she's moving, the choreography in that scene is the camera work is great as well in that. It also makes me really want a um, John Wick style like a gun food zombie movie now. An entire movie with that kind of action. Because I know, like, the Resident Evil movies, like, the animated ones, are 100% that. But I want a live-action one for that kind of thing. That would be fucking dope. A couple more things. Um, the booby trap scene at the, at the vault was straight out of a cartoon, but I loved it. I both loved and hated it. Like, the traps were funny, but why... They could have just... They had so many zombie bodies there. They could have easily chopped up and thrown onto each trap. Yeah. 
Um, like, once again, these mo- these characters are so dumb for no reason. It, it was funny. Um, anyway, um, the last thing was this was really weird. Um, you know when so so the so the, the one the the, the 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 alpha the main alpha. He's got a he's got a, a wife, honey. Yep. And he's like, you know, canoodling her and all that, and they have like this connection, and that's a really that's a really strong scene when they're like, you know, just like touching heads and that. Um, and then she gets her head cut off, and she's like, she's got her head. He's like the 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 douche monkey's got her head in a bag and carrying it round. Yeah. And then the alpha finds her de- her, her the rest of her body, takes her back to the group. And is um rips out the bit the fetus yeah. rips out a baby and I, I I actually paused the movie, and I took a moment and I just sat there with like my head in my hands and I and I typed out wait was 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 that zombie pregnant? I mean we we figured that out before that scene like the way that he was acting the fact that like they had the hand on the belly this and the other it was just like oh shit they they are pregnant i mean like how t- like cause, i mean the main thing is is it pre being like pre-zombie or post-zombie pregnancy? no because like they've said i i was wondering about the timeline of this because I, I watched a video earlier on the... Uh, they were breaking down the visual effects for uh, for Valentine the Tiger. And they said, like, yeah, you know, the tiger's been here for, like, four years now. They mentioned four years, so, like... So this is post, um, like, infection pregnancy. But, like... I mean, he's... the alphas are more advanced, so... I know, but, like... If the, like I know, but zombies, like... If there's no, like, blood in him... How does he get an erection? I mean... Technically, you don't fully need an erection for that. They could easily have found something else. Or, once again, maybe he's so advanced that he they, does have blood. They, they, went, they, they found the turkey baster from Don't Breathe. Yes, and exactly. Use, and use that instead. Exactly. Um, but, like, uh, to be honest, that was... to be serious with it... Like, I think that's more of a thing of they, you know, didn't really, like, either they just didn't think about it and they thought, oh, we haven't done, who, who's done fucking zombie, like, babies? Nobody. Let's fucking do it. Well, they said or, there, were, there was going to be a scene where a woman, like, it, it was, like, too, it was fucked. And, it like, the initial draft of this had, like, a, a scene where a woman gets, like, by a zombie and then gives birth to a zombie baby. Very glad I didn't have to see that. Yeah. I do not want a um, a retread of the tree scene in No, you don't. Evil Dead. You don't, man. You really don't. Um I think the daughter kind of pissed me off because like really if she wasn't there then most more people would have survived at the end. At the same time, though, I did like her scene when she's um, like, you know, saying, "I'm coming with you," 
because she's just truthful. He says no, and she's like, yeah, well, I'm just going to sneak in after you, and I'll probably fucking die. So it's your choice. My friend's in there. I'm going after her. See, that's Whether it. I come with you or by myself if, is completely different. If she's not there, Batista doesn't shine as much as he does. But if, but if she yeah. is there, Batista's amazing, but it faults the rest of the movie. It's, it's a, I don't think it faulted the rest of the movie. It just slowed it down a little bit for me. Yeah. Um. But we mentioned Batista's great. Batista's so good, man. He's like, he's really just trying to cut ties with Marvel and do like anything else and be like, listen, I'm a serious actor. I I want to do more stuff that isn't just comedic relief. And I I'm here yeah. for it. I'm here for I'm the Batista songs. As much as much as I I like him as Drax, I am down for that. Yeah, man, definitely. One hundred percent. Definitely. But at the same time, like, I think every single, every person that's been in Marvel recently, has started doing that. Yeah. Yeah, like, making a name for themselves outside of this. Like Robert Downey Jr. already had a name for himself, like outside of it, so he can't really say anything about it. But like Chris Evans, he's going into more serious stuff. Yeah. We've had, uh, like, obviously Mads Mikkelsen was already in serious stuff beforehand, but Benedict Cumberbatch gone into more serious stuff after, like, being in Marvel and still being in Marvel. Like, you could still Benedict, be in Marvel. Benedict Cumberbatch was a big name before Doctor Strange. I only ever heard of him before, like, when Doctor Strange came out. He was Sherlock. I think I watched Sherlock before, before Doctor Strange. Yeah. No. Sherlock's great, man. It is good. That, but I didn't that, watch it before. And that show, that show is massive. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch was a huge star already. That's yeah. why it was. That's why it was such a big deal when the casting. Because it was like, yeah, obviously cast him because he's great. Um, but yeah, I didn't even know it was a huge deal. I thought it was like a, a lesser known actor. No, 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 no. Interesting. But yeah, like, I, like either way, like a lot of other people are just getting a lot more serious roles. Yeah, and they're still like some of them are still doing, like. Um, Marvel, like Bradley Cooper is still doing Marvel. Yeah, but he doesn't have to like put on five tons of makeup or whatever. Anyway, I don't know what this conversation is about. Anyway, um, so the movie has currently seventy one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy seven percent audience score. It has a six point one on IMDb with a fifty seven meta score. I think that's fair. It's it's average. It's like an average rating uh between all of them i actually think that's fair though yeah that is actually genuinely fair because it's not mind-blowing it's not a perfect movie it's a dumb fun zombie movie with some interesting stuff going on yeah here and there like what like i said the main thing i wanted to break into was the zombie law and the zombie law that this introduced was there's a a patient zero zombie they are the most human like they are the most powerful and strongest zombie then whatever they buy become alphas. Yeah. And then the alphas buy whoever else. And they become I just think walkers. Those alphas. I've, see, I think those alphas are becoming. They're still becoming alphas. I can't tell. No, but no, they're at not. At the same time. Yeah, okay. So they're becoming like the runners, though. They're yeah. becoming fast zombies. They're still smart. but Well, they're still good, but they're not smart. And then, when they bite somebody, if they turn them, they become the shamblers, as they call. 
I I also want to do like a drinking game of this movie where every time you hear something other than the word zombie when referring to a zombie, take a drink. Yeah. So like if you heard alphas or runners or shamblers, you take a drink. Yeah, they call them a lot of different things in this. Yeah, they did. I was expecting freakers as well. <laughs> and shriekers. Because that's a usual one. Shriekers would have been, an, uh, or like a bloater as well. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon like uh, I reckon they're probably going to bring in exploding zombies into the next one. Um Yeah, uh, I I mentioned it earlier though. I want to mention it again. The the, chem- the like the chemistry between uh, the safe cracker and Vandero is so yeah, good. Yeah, I did like that. So like they they're so cute together. I ship them out. Yeah. And I I would say I want like a a new movie a movie with them, but like that's actually slightly impossible now. Because they didn't know each other before this, and uh, they, like, they're they're both dead now. The van is is supposedly a zombie, but it you know it didn't really. That was, was like, like the the, the movie moment, the end. Scene. The movie left it ambiguous. He was turning. That that's what that was. He, he was turning. Like the movie left it ambiguous as if he turned or killed himself, though. What if he somehow becomes well, like? I mean, I get you know, I, I, an alpha that's so smart that he can talk. I, I guess that's what it is. Like, if if we get a sequel to this, he was a zombie. If we don't, then he killed himself. Easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of done talking about this. Uh, is there anything? Was there anything yeah. else you wanted to bring up? No, that's kind of um everything like like i said the zombie law was really cool the um there's some really cool action scenes the scene where uh, the guy gets mauled by the tiger and literally thrown around and he's playing with his food i loved every second of that scene it's my favorite bit mm. uh but yeah like it, it's a it's a good it's a good zombie movie um it's a uh, decent movie so whenever whenever we watch a movie I write like a little wrap up review. When writing this one, I may have accidentally written an essay, so I'm just gonna read that out for my final thoughts. Is that okay? Yep, go for it. Okay, so Army of the Dead is super entertaining. Anyone who still believes that Zack Snyder is all just dark and brooding needs to watch this movie. This movie has a delightfully playful tone, but isn't scared to get serious when it needs to. The zombies are a real threat here, and it is believable that these characters will get into problems with when dealing with them. The performances all around are pretty solid, but the standouts are Omari Hardwick and Matthias Schweighofer. Uh, their chemistry truly steal the movie. Also, Batista is great, but Wells is new. This movie isn't without its problems, though. It is two and a half hours. For a normal film, that's long, but for a zombie film, it's absurd. Trim down the first hour, and you'll have a much more easily consumable movie. Also, I have problems with the fact that there are a few characters that die in this movie, that, but we don't actually see what happens to them. I explained this point further further in depth earlier, but it is a problem. I'm left feeling a little unsatisfied in that respect, but it doesn't entirely take away from my experience with this movie. It's fun, it's loud, it's heartbreaking at times, and it's aggressively Snydery. Snyder really did bring his A-game with this movie as an extra middle finger to Warner Bros. for screwing him over so much. He served as both director and cinematographer and delivers excellence in both roles. He also really does direct the fuck out of an opening scene. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. 
a little more than I was expecting to. It's not high art, but it's a bloody good zombie film that I will definitely recommend checking out. After my first viewing, I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10, with room for growth after multiple watches. There you go. Very nice. Go on, David, if you had to give it a score. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a safe 7. A safe 7. I like that. A safe 7. Because although it was fun, it was good, it wasn't amazing. Fair enough. And I felt it could have been a little more better. But you know what? I can't complain too much. No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, There you go. That is our full spoiler review of Army of the Dead. Come back, people from the non-spoiler section. Um, we, 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 We talked about stuff. It was fun. Watch the movie and then listen listen to that. Hey, David. Hey, Xander. Do you want to sell me a movie? I really want to marry you. Do you want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? One, you were so low energy there. Oh, my God, dude. Like, are you okay? Do, do you need a nap? More than anything in the world. Yeah, I thought so. Um... Shit. What have I, done? What have I watched? Um, I watched all of Invincible. Uh, you sent me that text? Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It's really good. I wouldn't say really good. What? See, so, I've watched this movie a little later than... The show. I think I should have. Yeah, the show. Sorry. I think I should have watched this show a bit earlier because coming off of the hype of it and like just about starting it when the hype is kind of died down when all the memes have come out this and the other it was a little underwhelming at times like the finale just felt kind of meh because we don't really see what happens with it now and obviously it's leading into a second season, but it didn't feel like at the end of a season. It, it, I think it did to me what the boys did for you in the first season, Xander. It just didn't like end properly. And I think that seems to be a That's... theme going on with um, like Amazon shows in general right now. Yeah. Um, it def- it, well, definitely is a theme going on with Amazon shows. But yeah, like it was a good show. It had some really enjoyable moments, but one... Every single superhero felt really fucking lazy because they are all just carbon copies of other superheroes and other things. Well, I mean, they're all... um, a few additions from other superheroes. They're all... um, It's based on a comic book. Yeah, I know. I know. And, uh, like, obviously, that um, this is more, you know, like, critiquing the comic. Right, okay. Um, it was the fact that, like, the, the Darkwing was basically just Batman, but also the Silver Surfer. It it just felt a bit meh to me. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, I enjoyed the show overall. I thought it was a fun show. It just didn't really do enough for me. I think it had to do a lot more for me to enjoy it. Wow. I'm shocked. Like, as I'm much shocked. as other people did. I... I really, really yeah. dug the show. Like a lot, I, a lot. I dug it. It was fun. There was a lot of cool, cool moments. There was a lot of good action. Um, the the voice acting, fantastic. Um, for the most part, a few bits felt a bit underwhelming. 
But it just didn't really catch my attention nearly as much as I think it did with every other person. Wow, weird. No, I, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I really, really dug this movie, this show. I, I watched the whole thing in uh, twenty-four hours. Like, I, I watched till episode five. And then I had to record the podcast. And was like, well, do I delay it or do I just watch this tomorrow? And then I watched it tomorrow. So yeah, I, I, I really, really liked it. But that, man, that's. I mean, I'm gutted that you didn't like it. But hopefully, when the second season comes out, I did out, like then... it. It's just not. It just wasn't as good as I was expecting. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so you, you're not selling that, I guess. Um, I'm, uh... I'm, I'm selling it. It's just I'm not like fully recommending it. It's it's a good show for people who like superheroes, but it's not good for anybody who wouldn't normally like superheroes. It doesn't really do anything too different with the genre. Okay, I'm gonna recommend you a movie, and it's a it's it's only an hour fifteen, so you've got no reason not to watch it. It's really short. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's a, it's a documentary called The History of Time Travel. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Hey, Xander, time travel has no history because it doesn't exist. Well, that's it. This is a fake documentary about a universe where time travel did exist and has happened. And it's basically a time travel movie told... You know, like a classic time travel story where someone goes back to do something and then it affects the future and then they go back to change that and that affects the future even more. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that, but told through a documentary. So it's this is the, the documentary is set in like 2015 or whatever, 2014 when the, when the film was made. And it follows this family, this guy who was really, really obsessed with time travel, like the idea of it back in the 40s and was trying to develop it. And it took over his life. And then his kids, well, his kid, then, then became obsessed, and also started to develop the time travel. Um, and so, then, it shows the kid make this time machine and go back in time. And then, when he does, the documentary changes, and because like history's changed. These guys don't know any other history. They just know this history where this guy went back in time and invented time travel. And so then he like things change in the family. And then they talk about this family as if it's always been this family. And it's so yeah. bizarre. It's so weird. It's so well made. And it's, it's just a simple, really simple, simple premise, but executed really, really well. Um, I don't think it's perfect. It's it feels very cheap, but yeah. it, there's there's a charm to it in that, um, and I think it's um, it's a lot of fun, and you're like you you because they have strategic places with all the talking heads where things are in the background and the things changed depending on what uh, timeline they're in, which I That's think cool. is really fun. Uh, my dad recommended it to the, this to me, and I'm. Yeah, it's it's a really great time, and I'm really glad he did. So I'm going to recommend it to you guys, um, especially you, David. I think you'll really you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, yeah, probably would. Yeah, it's just on Amazon. It's simple title, The History of Time Travel. Very much worth a watch. If it was on Blu-ray, I'd sell it for like 50p because no one's going to buy it. 
But it's worth more than that. It, it's a really well-made fake documentary that uh, more people should check out. It's good. Fair enough. Yeah, man. Did did we do it? Did we do a podcast? We did. Thank we did. the Lord. Now you should go to bed. I'm so tired. Right. Wrap it up now. Just wrap it up. Quick. Go. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, uh, that That is going to be it for the podcast. Yeah, we did it. We talked about Army of the Dead and Resident Evil and we did some of your movie. Great. Um, next week, we have super special guest once again, all the way from the land of America. We've got Mr. Logan Mock coming on the podcast from the, the ups Indeed and downs. Do. From the ups and downs of Nicolas Cage. And we're going to talk about a new Nicolas Cage movie, which we're very excited about. And I'm very excited to watch. Well, it's not so new anymore. It's been out for a while. We were going to talk about it for ages ago and then we forgot to. Yeah. Yeah. Other things cropped up. Uh, but yeah, so we're excited for that next week. We're excited to have Logan back. Um, and yeah, um, that that's going to be it then. Uh, thank you so much to everyone for listening. You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Then you can head on over to our social medias, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we post clips from the podcast every single week. And David's been making some really fun thumbnails for them all, which is really good. Yes. Um, yeah, that is going to be it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Oh, man, I can't keep my eyes open.